Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Donna, Donna, Donna. Hello, hotties. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Today's episode, I am super pumped for because it has been such a long time coming. And let's be real, a lot of you, especially you new babes that are brand new to TSN and learning this lifestyle and also learning a little bit more about me and my backstory and why I'm so passionate about the work that I do. Many of you may not know that I actually was a vegetarian for three years. And while on the surface on TSN and with everything that I preach, I always talk about protein. You see me buying animal-based foods. But what you also probably notice, especially on my Sunday grocery hauls, is I always put in plant-based goodness. And let's be real, like I love plant-based eating. I used to eat very, very plant-based in college when I was a vegetarian. But what I don't shed enough light on is how healthful a vegetarian diet and even a vegan diet can potentially be for fat loss and your aesthetic goals. But even deeper than that, it has such a beneficial effect on your health, but there are definitely right and wrong ways to go about a vegetarian lifestyle. Let's be real because guys, oh my goodness, like I have talked about it before, but even though I was a vegetarian in college... I definitely ate really healthful foods and I did have a lot of fruits and veggies and grains and all the things, but I became a very unhealthy vegetarian and it wasn't so much because of the vegetarian diet. It was my mindset. And honestly, you babes know it always comes down to your goddamn mindset, how you view the scale, how you view tracking and how you view the foods that you eat, that deeper connection you have with it and the why behind your choices really impacts if something is good or bad for you. And unfortunately for me, I became so obsessed with clean eating and having things unprocessed and being like perfect with my diet that it wasn't necessarily because I was a vegetarian that my diet was wrong and bad for me and harmful, but it was it was my mindset to it. And it honestly was so much because of diet culture, not so much about vegetarianism. But that's why, especially for, you know, some of the women inside of TSM that are vegetarian and identify that way, it is so important for every woman, but especially vegetarian women to understand some of the nuances of a vegetarian diet and how it impacts fat loss. So really on today's episode, I want to shed the spotlight specifically on protein because I get so many questions from babes in my programs as a dietitian when it comes to protein and fat loss. And one of the major nutrients that I super lacked on my journey And, you know, it's very cliche because vegetarians, if you guys know this, you always get this question is about protein and are you having enough and does this matter for fat loss and all the myths and facts and how to kind of just debunk everything and honestly go through all of the social media information to know what actually really matters. And at the end of the day, you can be a vegetarian and have amazing results. And in fact, this dietary pattern can be tremendously helpful for your aesthetic goals and your health, but you have to do it in the right way. Okay, babes, first thing, mother freaking first, we have to talk about the best diet for fat loss for us to understand vegetarian fat loss because 
you know, I recently talked about it on my Instagram story. I know I talk about it all the time in the membership, but in case you guys didn't know, I focus on weight loss. I talk about weight loss, but really I'm a little misleading. I care about fat loss and really everything I'm doing is actually encouraging you to lose body fat. So you might be seeing just the benefit of weight loss, but then it all really clicks together when you're like, oh my God, like I'm also sculpting my body. I am shaping my body. And that does not come from just pure weight loss, right? If we just focus on pure weight loss, we're going to be a stick. We're going to become thin and not have a lot of muscle mass. And that's what happens when you focus on weight loss, where Fat loss is really this emphasis on, yes, we're shedding body fat, and yes, we're trying to sculpt our body, but it's not as big of an emphasis on the scale. And I do care about the scale. My clients use it as an indicator. I think weighing yourself weekly, especially if you do have 20, 30, 40, 50 plus pounds to lose, it's going to be a great indicator because as you lose fat, I do want to see that scale go down. But at the end of the day, the what you eat really differentiates weight loss versus fat loss, in addition to obviously setting your calories in the right place and exercise, which could have a whole podcast episode on. But going back to my original point, you know, the best diet for fat loss, right? There are non-negotiables that I always preach to my clients inside the membership that are really important and that you guys need to pay attention to today. For you to sculpt that body and get to that confident, healthy weight and body you love, it does have to happen with your calories in the right place. And if you are trying to lose weight and body fat, right, we want to be in a deficit. We start at 300 to 500 less with TSN. But when it comes to fat loss, we want to focus on first getting our calories in the right place. It aligns with step one of TSN, baby. We have to eat less than what we burn. We start 300 to 500 less, but it really just depends on where you're starting at. And that segues me into step two, which is the what you eat and that balance on your plate. So whether you are a vegan, a vegetarian, you like eating meat, no matter where you live, what access to food you have, you can take steps today to begin to have a diet for fat loss. There is no best diet for fat loss. The best diet is, you know, obviously something that is personalized to you. It has the foods that you enjoy that are healthful and variety. Um, you know, a non-negotiable of fat loss I always talk about is protein that we're going to get into on today's podcast. But there is no one best diet for fat loss. It's more about hitting the non-negotiables and then fitting in that fun in there. And those non-negotiables, right, are the calories, it's the protein, and even some of the healthful nutrients like fiber, like, you know, having a certain amount of carbohydrates. But, you know, at the end of the day, there is wiggle room. There's no one way to achieve body fat loss. It's about your consistent habits and pairing that with the non-negotiables and of course, fun sizzled in there. So when I get asked the question from women in the membership who are a vegetarian, um, you know, there's a few select women who are vegan in the membership. Most of the women are animal-based eaters, but they do maybe do like a meatless Monday. You know, that's really popular with a few of the clients in there. It is totally possible to lose weight on a vegetarian diet. And in fact, I would go a step further to say a vegetarian diet can be a really healthful dietary pattern that has benefits far beyond the number on the scale or how you aesthetically look. A vegetarian diet can be a style of eating that really emphasizes when you do it the right way, can really emphasize so many of the healthful nutrients that are linked to longevity, that are linked to health and maintaining not just your weight, but also maintaining the status of your body and all the amazing processes our body goes through every day. But it just really depends on if you do it in the right way. Because what I'm really trying to call out with this episode that you know I used to be is I used to be a very restrictive vegetarian. I thought clean eating and eating as many veggies at a meal made the meal the healthiest it could be. And I was wasn't focusing on the calories, the macros, the protein, and pairing that all together. 
So when I say vegetarian fat loss, what I mean is, you know, following the principles of TSN and everything I preach to you guys, but then fitting it with a lens of I am not eating animal proteins or animal products. So what adjustments do we need to make to be able to fit our aesthetic goals with the style of eating that we have? And it is absolutely possible. So as I was writing notes on what I wanted to talk with you guys about today and how I was going to help you guys, you know, I was really thinking about a vegetarian diet and the babes that come to me, what they struggle with. And I actually think it perfectly aligns and it was just meant to be over here. I'm so cliche today, guys. What the hell is going on? You know, I feel really passionate about not just telling people what to do. I'm all about education. I think when someone just gives you a meal plan, tells you just eat this recipe, I mean, that is amazing. I give recipes in my membership. It's awesome. But true empowerment and true success only comes from when you actually go through the work and the process. There are no fucking shortcuts. There are are no quick fixes to shit. You have to put in the work and you have to actually understand the why behind what you're doing or else, honestly, that's a diet. If you really think about it, you would never go on any of the diets that you probably have fallen victim to for weight loss if you actually understood what the fuck was the reason why you were trying to go through those changes. So that's why I'm so blunt and honest about this. But with that in mind, you know, the women who come to me who do eat vegetarian or even a vegan-based diet, and they're trying to shed body fat and lose weight, I'm thinking about, you know, what are some of those blind spots that you may not realize because you just haven't been told this before? And how can I support you guys to give it to you real and understand that? So that is what we're focusing on in today's episode. So let's kick off this shindig, ladies. Okay, first things first, let's talk about protein. So protein is totally one of those foods that if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you guys are going to know. You guys are going to relate. You have probably been asked about how you get your protein in your diet. So let's do a little 411 on protein in general and especially vegetarian protein for fat loss. So when it comes to protein, I like to think of protein in two different areas as a dietitian. I always teach my clients we have the animal-based proteins and we have the plant-based proteins. The animal ones, I mean, this list is easy, guys. We have poultry like chicken and turkey. We have fish, we have steak and, you know, meat-based products. We have, you know, dairy-based products like cheese, like yogurt, all of that kind of stuff. I think of those as very animal-based where, and you know, I'm probably missing a few there. I'm just talking off the cuff right now. Um, in addition to the animal-based proteins, I want to shed the spotlight on more of the plant-based, non-animal-based proteins. So a few plant-based protein sources that are really popular, Satan is actually really popular, S-E-I-T-A-N for those of you babes that are completely new to this. Um, it is a really popular protein source for both vegans and vegetarians. Um, of course, we have to shine the spotlight on soy. Um, soy popular products you might know are tofu, tempeh, and edamame. Lentils are a really popular protein source. Chickpeas and most variety of beans and really legumes in general are very popular. Also spelt, teff, green peas, hemp seeds, quinoa. These are all sources of protein in a vegetarian-based diet. But I will say the biggest difference just from a place of being a vegetarian in the past myself is there are some vegetarian protein sources that are very high quality. And I'm going to explain what that means that are really great sources of protein and very similar, you know, different but similar nutrition profiles to some of the, of the animal-based ones. However, on a vegetarian diet, we have to be really intentional about including carbohydrate-based foods like some of the ones on this list as part of our diet that also contain protein in them. It's not as black and white with the food groups on a vegetarian-based diet because we're putting all of that food together like we always do, but we're not having you know, chicken, which is a primarily very high-quality, high-protein food that is lower in fat and carbohydrates, especially if it's chicken breast and it's very lean, where 
a lot of the plant-based protein sources, they have protein in them, but they may have other nutrients in them. And the really one exception to this is um, things like tofu, a soy-based product that is, uh, you know, it has fat in it. Um, it has other nutrients in it, like many foods do. However, it is primarily a protein source when we're looking at the percentage of protein in it compared to the rest of the, the, the nutrients derived from the calories. With this all in mind, though, it is important to understand why a vegetarian diet may hold you back from fat loss. And when I say hold you back from fat loss, I come at it from the lens of changing your body composition, and especially if you're going to the gym consistently. And I actually really fell victim to this. So, so when it comes to the quality of proteins, not all proteins are created equal. And we may see that protein number on my fitness pal, say you're hitting 70 or 80, 90, 100, 120 grams of protein per day. That takes all of the calories and all of the foods that you're eating and derives that protein number. And that protein number is going to be the most important for fat loss and your aesthetic goals and hitting you know, what you need. So no worries there. Like that total daily grams is most important. However, when we look at the what you're eating in your diet, this is where it gets a little bit more complicated if you're not seeing results on a vegetarian-based diet and you're really trying to shed body fat and build muscle. And that's because if you are hitting certain protein numbers, you may be eating protein, but they might be not as high-quality protein sources. And this is what I mean by this. So the quality of protein basically indicates how much we utilize it and how much benefit we get from it. While we get benefit from all healthy, nourishing foods in our diet, a high-quality protein is different than a lower-quality protein and directly impacts our ability to shed body fat and build muscle. So long story short, a high-quality protein is usually referred to a complete protein. And a complete protein is basically a protein that has all of the essential amino acids, which are the little building blocks that we get from protein. There's many, many of them in there. And we need to get these to be able to get what we need in our body. A complete protein source means it has all of the variety of amino acids that are required to get in our body, and there are certain amino acids that are essential and non-essential. The essential ones we have to get. They're essential for us to get in our diet, and the non-essential ones are the ones that we can synthesize with precursors of other things. In addition to this complete versus non-complete aspect of things, the biological value is really important when it comes to protein sources. Biological value basically measures the quality of it. And so if a protein has a high biological value, it means it contains significant amounts of amino acids to form the proteins in your body that are required, those you know non-essential ones that we can basically transform in our body. In addition, another measure of quality protein source is the digestibility of it. So it's your body's ability to break down that food, that protein source, use it effectively and metabolize it. And, you know, a common myth with protein and metabolism is, oh, you know, you're eating too much. You're not going to digest it. You know, you're going to break it down. You're going to, you're going to digest it and metabolize it. If you're not able to digest and metabolize like Houston, we have a motherfucking problem. But when it comes to the utilization, that's where it differs. And when we're looking at protein sources, in addition to the complete protein conversation, you know, certain proteins also have different types of amino acids in them. And especially when we're talking about muscle growth, there is such ample research when it comes to muscle growth with the BCAAs and leucine. So you babes have probably heard of BCAAs before. They're the branch chain amino acids, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. These amino acids are very critical for muscle growth. They've been heavily studied. Now, I don't promote supplements and taking BCAAs. You can get them through Whole Foods. Um, however, when we're thinking about a vegetarian-based diet, 
a lot of the protein sources are going to lack one of the most essential BCAAs that is really well known for muscle growth and changing your composition, and that is leucine. And some of the highest leucine foods are actually from sources that are animal-based, which does present an issue depending on what phase you are at, at in your journey when you're talking about optimizing muscle growth. Like you're still able to build muscle and do amazing things with a vegetarian-based diet, but we do just have to be more strategic with foods that have leucine in them that are powerful and helpful for us. With all that in mind though, you know, it is important to understand what types of vegetarian-based proteins are high quality and which ones are complete as well. But the good thing for you, babes, is that you can get leucine, this very special amino acid, in the best quality for your body, even if you are a vegetarian or you're eating plant-based protein sources. So a few swaps for you guys and just some context here. So, you know, in the membership, I do have a whole area on supplements. I am not like, oh my God, you have to have supplements, but we do have a whole section on there. If you are looking for a plant-based protein powder, um, we have some really amazing recommendations in there um, that are also third-party approved and third-party tested to ensure accuracy and safety in there. But especially if you are a vegetarian or vegan and you are trying to build muscle tone up, you're in that like really important fat loss stage. It is really helpful to understand what foods have leucine in them and kind of how you're going to balance out your diet with it. So when it comes to plant-based sources of protein, a few foods that do have leucine in them that do also have protein as well, of course, because if it has leucine, it has protein in it, are peanut butter, soy milk, black beans, tofu, almonds, and lentils. I'll repeat that again. Peanut butter, soy milk, black beans, tofu, almonds, and lentils. These are great sources of protein. And these are vegetarian sources that also are going to specifically have leucine in them, which is really important. And if it fits into your diet plan, if you're not allergic to any of these foods, it might be worth really emphasizing them um, and trying to just have them as part of your routine. You don't have to have them every single meal, um, but trying to get these food sources just strategically placed in your diet is really going to be helpful for you there. In addition to protein, with this conversation when we're talking about like plant-based swaps and everything, it is important to consider the fact that a lot of the plant-based sources of protein also are going to have different amounts of calories in them and nutrients in them. So for instance, you know, two large eggs have about 1.1 grams of leucine in them and about 155 calories. If we compare that to peanut butter, it has 0.5 grams of leucine and 190 calories for two tablespoons, which is a lot more calories and also I know pretty significant amount of fat as well compared to peanut butter that has 0.5 grams of leucine, 190 calories, and two tablespoons of peanut butter. Now I bring this up because you know, 155 calories for two eggs is not significantly different than 190 calories, but just something to consider of what could be a limitation on a vegetarian-based diet is you are swapping a high-quality protein like eggs for a lower-quality protein like peanut butter that also has fat in it, that also is slightly more calories and also doesn't have as much protein as two eggs have. Two eggs have about 14 grams of protein, where two tablespoons of peanut butter has about eight grams of protein. So you're getting about half the grams of protein and half the grams of leucine as compared to eggs in peanut butter. So it's not to shit on peanut butter. It's not to say you can't shed body fat and lose weight on a vegetarian diet, but it is just something to consider, especially because we always hear peanut butter has so much protein in it, but it also has a lot of fat in it. It has about 16 grams of fat in two tablespoons. So it's just something to kind of think about. And that's where I think for you, babes, calorie tracking is really going to help you because we need to make sure the protein targets we have for you 
are realistic for your body, but we also want to make sure that your calories are in alignment. Because if you're just so focused on hitting your protein intake on a vegetarian diet and you're not caring about your calories, you may actually go way over your calories. So that's where we have to be really strategic and really in alignment. And I do find a lot of like things like tofu, the Beyond Burgers, the Impossible Burgers, pea that are based with pea proteins and lots of other fun little swaps there can be really helpful for you guys to be a little bit more calorie controlled than going to some of the higher calorie protein sources like peanut butter as a foundation of your diet. Okay, babes, you still freaking with me? I can't believe it. We've gone through so much information on vegetarianism, fat loss, and protein. But above all, what I want you to know leaving this episode and taking everything that we're sharing with you here, I guess what I'm sharing with you here, and applying it to your diet is not to be obsessed with leucine, not to be obsessed with being perfect with your diet. That does not give you the results that you want. What is important, if you do identify as vegetarian or you're like me and you just enjoy eating vegetarian foods like veggie burgers, like whole grains, like beans and veggies and fruit and all these healthful foods you should be having in your diet anyway, plot twists, you know, they're important for all diets, not just vegetarian diets, but it's really understanding that your pattern of eating has the utmost importance in your ability to see results and be consistent and also get to the end goal that you have in mind. It's not one day. It's not one meal missing the mark on protein and feeling like a failure. When you adopt the mindset that every meal matters, but every meal doesn't determine your success, hold up, rewind that. Do you understand, guys? Every meal matters, but because we eat so frequently, not every meal is life and death. Not every meal has to be perfect. So while this information is wildly important as part of the science behind fat loss and achieving your aesthetic goals, it's not about being perfect. It's about being consistent and actually beginning to learn what really matters in our diet. If you're not seeing results right now, so you can have that hawker body of your dreams. Mm -hmm.